0: multiple illegal migrants who are breaking U.S. law, and I have the exclusive audio. For all this and more, subscribe to The Sarah
1: Carter Show on your favorite podcast app.
0: I need to do things in reverse in this episode, and it's for my mental health. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's for yours as well, though. Me and you, we're in different roles. Uh, you're kind enough to listen to the program. I so appreciate you. And my heart is heavy this morning. So, yeah, I'm going to do the show in reverse.
2: The Todd Herman Show is 100% disapproved by big pharma, technocrats, and tyrants everywhere. Now, from the high mountains of free America, here's the Emerald City Exile, Todd Herman.
0: Today is the day the Lord has made, and these are the times through which God has decided we shall live. And thank you, God Almighty, for delivering our friend Alan from Alan's Artisan Soaps back home to his house in our temporary home here on earth, for, of course, we're citizens of your kingdom, Lord. And thank you in Jesus' name for delivering that. AlanSoaps.com slash Todd, not to combine a prayer with crash, crass commercialism, but no, it is not crass because it is a company that supports lives, particularly lives like Allen's, Allen's artisan soaps, allensopes.com slash Todd. I have to do this in reverse, you guys. And I know that there are some of you who listen to this on um, uh, uh, sped up. Uh, There's friends of mine who do that. So for the music review, I'm just going to ask that just for the music review, you just bring it down to normal speed just because the song cannot be consumed at a faster rate, not with the meaning that's conveyed in it. There's a song that I forget about. And when I remember it, it's to my everlasting blessing that I get to hear it again. And sometimes it's when I most need to hear it. I don't know about the face structure of the band. I, I guess I should look into those things. But sometimes I'm just I'm just feel called to play things for you. And this is one of those circumstances. I don't do podcasts. I think like other podcasters. To me, this is still like live radio. I just I sit down. I've got the sound bites. I do the show. Um, I don't. I try to make sure there's minimal editing, um, as in none. In most cases, unless I really screw up. In which case, in live radio, we just laugh it off. The song is symphonic. It is somehow continues to be current. You could say it's folk music derived, but is it? Uh, the band is the Crash Test Dummies, and so the singing is unique because there's that low register. He's like the low-registered version of Getty Lee with that high register, Getty Lee, the singer of Rush. And, yeah, it's a message song, and it's an atmospheric song. And when I hear it, I think of first responders, and I think of our soldiers. And today I want to think of people who have found themselves – financially impacted or sometimes even temporarily ruined by COVID. Well, no, by the lockdowns and the COVID response hoax. Because the fact of the matter is this, we can't call this a depopulation campaign because then we'd be banned. So I simply have to say this, this, what's going on with the injections. It's not a depopulation campaign. You guys, it's not. It absolutely is not, because if we called it one, we'd get banned. So before we get to the heavy, can we start with the sublime? I'm thinking of firefighters I know who left these separate countries of Washington and California to come here because you had been fired for not taking injections, and I know it cost you your pensions. I'm thinking of my friend, Dr. Duke from Heart of Health Hope, who's gathered a bunch of people who were fired from the medical service. Um, in order to uh, avoid getting injected and so they didn't have to inject others at enormous cost and now heart of hope is growing because of acts of God and that team. Uh, I'm thinking of people who lost a year of college and never got the money back and didn't fight it because they know that it is evil being done that's what I'm thinking of. I'm, I'm thinking of people like my friend uh, Joel, who'll give a speech tomorrow, and his time in combat paying for our freedom. Albeit that speech, it's at the Cordillen Resort, eleven thirty to one thirty. There's still tickets available. You can go to my show page, ToddHermanShow.com, and events. Find a link to it. So the song is called Superman, and it makes of this superhero a specialness. I mean, fictional character and such, but it makes of him a a special character within special characters.
2: Tarzan wasn't a ladies' man he just come along And scoop him up under his arm Like that Quick as a kid in the jungle But Clark Kent no, there was a real gent He would not be caught sitting Round and no jungle keep Dumb as an doing nothing. Superman never made anybody. Saving the world from Solomon Grundy. And sometimes I dispel the world Never see another man Like him Hey Bob Soon had a straight job Even though he could have Smashed you any bank In the United States He had the strength But he would not said his family were all dead Planet crumbled but Superman he forced himself to carry on Forget Krypton and keep going Superman never made any money to see uh, Summon and, and sometimes I despair the world will never see another man
0: like him. King of the jungle. Yeah, soup had a straight job and could have done a lot of things, but he didn't. And there are still people who are willing to make these sacrifices. Uh, people are beginning to speak up and they're going to have to begin to speak up. Sometimes it's because they're telling accidental truths. Or perhaps I misread this lady. Perhaps she's telling us something about all of what's gone on with the COVID. Because we cannot call it a depopulation campaign, guys. Because we'd get banned. But we're going to dig into that, which is why I needed to start with just a moment of beauty. This is Margaret Chan. Oh, by the way, you can take it back up to full speed, to fast speed if you like. Margaret Chan, uh, with the World Health Organization, had some interesting words to say.
1: You asked an excellent question. If I tell you, WHO as an organization, only 30% of my budget is predictable funds other 70% I have to take ahead and go around the world to beg for money. And when they give us the money, they are highly linked to their preferences, what they like.
0: Yes, what they like. Now, that's a short clip from her, to be fair. And one of the other things the World Health Organization could do is get back to being the World Health Organization. What do I mean? Well, stop being involved in politics stop distributing literature in this country to convince kids to become sexual beings at the age of five. That's not health. That's perversion. And Superman had a straight job and there's people who are beginning to figure this out. So maybe Margaret Shen is trying to tell us something, but we had better quickly figure it out. All of us together. Because this week we talked about the fact that in... In Colorado, the thermostats just oh wait the locked, oh you don't get to cool your house down, sorry. Did you know that in Europe they have prepaid thermostats? <laughs> the, the, the the you quote, your house you prepay to heat. And when the supply chain's bad and the money's bad and, hey, why don't we just blow it up comes into play? Eh, Sorry, you can't heat your house. The long, dark winter they promised. Yeah, but this is a COVID show, this episode. Here's some data that I think you'll find interesting. Interesting from science direct peer reviewed study shows that the Pfizer trial exhibited a 36% higher risk of serious adverse events in the vaccine group the so called vaccine group that's the Pfizer trial that's the, that's Pfizer's own trial Moderna did a far better job, 6% higher of serious adverse events in the uh, so-called vaccine group. Combined, there was a 16% higher risk of serious adverse events in the mRNA so-called vaccine samples. Obviously, that's taking the mean of the two, Pfizer being by far the worst, but that's in the near term. The long term, maybe Moderna's worse. Um, These are researchers who are now saying at this point, people with real jobs the study points to the need for formal harm benefit analysis, particularly those that are stratified according to the risk of serious COVID-19 outcomes. It's three years into this. It's three years into this and people are standing up, but at least they're doing it. Because they're going to have to, because Moderna CEO is just coming right out and saying exactly what these mRNA injections are. We'll get to that. He spoke to CNN. Dr. Alexander notes, young doctors in Canada are dying at a rate 12 times normal after their second so-called booster. Doctors 50 and younger being killed with the second so-called booster of mRNA at 12 times normal. Hey, what happened to Johnson & Johnson? Oh, that's right. A lot of countries took that off the market. Why? Oh, it was dangerous. Was it? Children's health defense. More than 1,000 adverse events after COVID-19 vaccination in children five and younger. This is from data from the CDC. And incidentally, the CDC data has been shown to be underreported by a factor of 95 times they also censor a lot of what goes into it. They don't want us to know what were the serious side effects, the serious events. They don't want us to know. Dr. Alexander adds, why did deaths among female children increase by 57% post second injection? Dr. Paul Alexander's asking that question. That's a good question. Why indeed? Why did that happen? And there are people who are willing to pay the cost and they're beginning to speak out about it. Some of them have always been speaking out about it, again about it. Steve Kirsch is offering a $50,000 reward. Uh, uh, by the way, Steve, I've tried this trick. I don't have your wealth. But I have offered $5,000 to any gender jacker who will come on and debate my following proposition. I have just as much proof for my assertion that I was born, I was assigned human at birth, as you do for assigned gender at birth. Just as much proof. I have just as much proof to say, oh, I'm not human. I was only assigned human at birth. I can make the same case using your exact words, using your exact logic, and you can't argue with me. I've offered $5,000 for a gender jacker to come on and debate this with me. I've been offering that now for going on six or seven years. No takers. There can't be. It's not going to work. Steve Kirsch is offering $50,000. I'm hoping someone qualified is willing to spend a couple of hours to show us on camera how we got it wrong about the COVID injections. In return for your time, I'm willing to pay you $50,000. What are they saying about the COVID injections? That it's killing people. How does it happen? It happens in about five months. This is Steve Kirsch. The, the injections are taking an average of five months to kill people. The CDC has been hiding the Social Security Administration's death master file. I got it from a whistleblower. This shows deaths are taking five months from the jab to happen. That's why it's hard to see. And it's also hard to see because the CDC is reshuffling and reclassifying deaths as quickly as they can. Ethical skeptic has been on that. But this, this, not, this is not the population. It, it, we it, we do not call it depopulation because then we get banned. And it's not like they've gone around saying we need to kill 6 billion people. It's not like two members of the World Economic Forum's advisory board have said we need to kill 6 billion people slowly and equitably, but we need to do it. It's not like Jane Goodall said the same thing. It's not like the Georgia Guidestones had the same number the ones that got knocked down. We need to get the planet down to a manageable 500 p or 500 million people. Oh, by the way, Steve Kirsch um dug into how this is all happening. He spoke with Jessica Rose about this. And about how this is going on. Here's a key paragraph, he says. So, the bottom line is all this information is this the virus infects the RBCs using spike protein via the CD147 receptor in the blood cells, which causes hemolysis. That's rupture of the blood of the red blood cell. This causes the release of a massing amount of hemoglobin. Then, the spike protein, due to its amblyogenic peptides, triggers misfolding of the hemoglobin into amyloid fibrous causing subsequent blood clots. The blood clots would be enhanced due to the antibodies. Oh, 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 you mean those rubbery blood clots that we're supposed to pretend that funeral directors aren't finding funeral directors like John O'Looney? We're supposed to pretend that it's not, they've shown us these things. They've never seen these before. And it's not just John O'Looney, it's a lot of people who have a straight job. Hey, Bob, Soup had a straight job. Even though he could have smashed in any, into any bank in the United States, but he would not. People in the medical profession have muddied themselves up on COVID, moneyed themselves up. Others have cost themselves their careers. So the importance of the Kirsch article is it explains the mechanism to get to these blood clots that the media continues to ignore. Now, why, again, would the media be ignoring this? Hey, Bob, soup had a straight job. Well, because they're cashing in. Government ads and pharma ads. One and the same, really. Oh, that's just the beginning of the data. There's this much more to the data today. But we got to make sure that we're very, very careful that we do not call this a depopulation campaign. Because if it was a depopulation campaign, then we'd have to talk about, I mean, you'd have things like, you know, suicides and deaths of despair and deaths from denied medical treatments. You'd have things like, well, reproductive problems. You know, because one end of depopulation which this is not a depopulation campaign it it simply isn't one end of that would be killing people another end of it would be making sure fewer people are born and that's not going on that's not going on at all pretty straightforward offer you you buy if you if you're a coffee drinker you're buying it somewhere for me it was my beloved coffee hut in fact, I did drop in there the other day and bought a zip fizz because I found out that one of the young ladies is engaged to be married. And frankly, because I was bugging her about it all this times, because she'd often be the only human being I'd see for, in person for hours. So I'd pop in at 430 and drink coffee and got to know that she and her uh, her uh, now fiance, Troy, were getting married. So I, I popped in and bought a zip fizz really just to give a tip and just to say just congratulations. Um, I stopped going there when Bone Frog Coffee came along, and so you're buying coffee somewhere. Let's just let's just analyze where you're buying it. Are they mobbed up? Are they some of the big companies that swing influence? Are they part of the the, the global supply chain thing? Or maybe it's one of the coffee companies that's founded by veterans who said, "Hey, we're about the Second Amendment." And then Kyle Rittenhouse used his Second Amendment, his Second Amendment rights to save his life. And then they ran away from him and shamed him and said, Oh, we 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 can't stand Kyle Rittenhouse. Well, that won't happen with bone frog coffee on each bag. It says God country team It's founded by a Navy SEAL. He's 25 year Navy veteran in Navy SEAL. That's Tim Cruikshank. Um, the God country team thing. He takes that very seriously. And I know that because I've seen him, I've seen him witness. We did a live event and he spoke and he witnessed to people about his faith in Jesus Christ. And I saw him also, um, Raise his hand when I asked if there were any combat veterans in the audience, and and I did make a statement about do you sometimes do you sometimes feel sad about the state of the country that you defended, and I saw the tears in his eyes. That's all genuine, but it's all about the product too. So you either love your coffee or it's okay, or if you're like me and it's just a caffeine carriage system, can I recommend that you upgrade? If you're going to drink caffeine, like it, so go to BoneFrog.us. Try one of the many blends there. I had the dark roast this morning, the very dark roast. And in fact, I paid special attention this morning to say, does this describe it well at bonefrog.us? That's bonefrog.us. Make sure it's .us. It does. Tomorrow I'm going to go with medium. And what I'm going to try to do is make an effort to drink it while I chat with you about it. You get 5% off lifetime on subscription plans so you never run out of coffee at bonefrog.us. So it's certainly not uh, anything like a depopulation campaign, because if it was a depopulation campaign, you'd certainly have things like uh, record teen suicides. You'd have deaths of despair, which we have. You'd have increased cancer deaths, which we have. Ethical skeptics has covered that. You'd have Democrats running for cover, such as this woman, Patty Murray often voted this is not me this is this is dc she's often voted the least intelligent member of congress she's asked a pretty simple question
1: was it a mistake to keep children home for school so long during the pandemic Dana, this was a decision of local school officials and our scientific experts trying to get their hands around a pandemic that was killing millions of americans to protect their children, to protect their staff, to protect their communities. I am proud that when Democrats got control a year and a half ago, uh, Democrats voted for the American Rescue Plan that helped our kids get back into school safely, making sure that our schools had testing and supplies and ventilation and the ability to make sure their kids could be safe at school. And today, virtually every child is back in school. That is what I focused on, making sure that we were providing the resources to our schools so they could reopen safely. And that's what we have today. Yeah. Yes, we but, have an issue but, about kids being out of school. And I am very focused, Dana, on making sure that we help get our kids back to where they need to be. Which is going to be a big challenge. In retrospect, it is a no challenge. second thoughts. And I know tw- hindsight is always twenty twenty, But... Given the numbers that you're seeing and the decline that we just talked about, you still feel comfortable with the way that school districts, even you know, in your home state, handled the pandemic? I think we were under unprecedented times at that point where people really were struggling to figure out what was the best thing to do to make sure that their kids, their families, their children were safe. Yeah, you're lying.
0: Um, Although I don't know that you're lying, Patty, because again, you've been voted the least intelligent member of Congress many, many times. Again, I'll say it. How is it that I on a radio show? I am a rodeo clown. I'm a college dropout. How did I know that this would lead this direction? How did I know the lockdowns didn't work? Because I researched it that, that everybody can do about the Spanish flu, about Fauci's own words. Fauci described this as a flu in March of 2020. He and Bobby Redfield, who helped run the CDC, they described COVID as a mild flu for most people. They put it in a research paper. Now there's research this, but this is not a depopulation campaign. Just because everything that they did caused more death doesn't make it a depopulation campaign. It's not like they're going around saying we need to depopulate the earth. It's, it's not like Disney is now, they've stopped paying for childcare and, and maternity leave. They've stopped that. And they're instead paying for abortions and sexual sterilization because you want to pretend you're of the opposite sex, but not maternity care. This is from a report from um, Harvard. Researcher John Johnson. The lockdown deaths, as they studied them, and we mentioned this briefly the other day, this is state-by-state state comparison, putting in all of the variable factors, such as lockdown states next to non-lockdown, lockdown next to lockdown, non-lockdown next to non-lockdown. So all the variables, they looked at the data, and they looked at it from only, this is this is only from three states. They looked at, and then they, Looked at the other states, but from the st- the three states, the highest concentration of people, California, Texas, Florida, have above baseline COVID increases of approximately one per 10,000. This is deaths. This is lockdowns. Comparing non-lockdown to lockdowns. On the basis of one calendar year, that's 52 weeks for a population equal to that of the entire United States From those three states extrapolated, this would correspond to approximately 110,000 deaths directly attributed to the impacts of ordering the lockdowns. They would not have occurred without them having been implemented. This may not. Well, this does not include the injection deaths. Now we have this, the New York Times. This is the Times. Quote, pandemic, by which they mean the lockdown, erased two decades of progress in math and reading by Sarah mavosh at the new york times they admit that did you hear patty murray the irs sent over one billion dollars in stimulus checks to locked up criminals including murderers this is fauci's quote predating all of this march 2020 he doctor named clifford lane researcher and bobby redfield who used to run the cdc robert redfield when he left started to tell the truth again I remember when he left, he started to talk about, we need to open the schools. The kids have never been at risk. He started to go back and tell the truth. I think that's why Redfield left. I think that he couldn't put up with the lies anymore. I think his soul was tortured. Hey, Bob. Soup had a straight job. Bob doesn't have one anymore. I'm sure he'll be fine in government retirement, quoting Fauci Clifford Lane, and Robert Redfield from March of 2020. Um, This suggests that the the overall clinical consequences of COVID-19 may may be uh, ultimately more akin to to those of a severe seasonal influenza. Uh, The case fatality rate may be considerably less than 1%. Uh, This suggests the overall clinical consequences of COVID-19 may be more akin to those of a severe uh, seasonal uh, influenza. Yeah, severe for some, most people, moderate. If you were older, overweight, had a vitamin D deficiency, it was like a severe flu. If you didn't have those comorbid factors or, or comorbid factors, it was like a cold. But this is not a depopulation campaign. They didn't, they didn't try to ramp up the fear. Right? Well, but they did. They broke into every bank in the United States because they could. They shifted wealth in the biggest wealth shift in the history of the United States of America. They shifted it. But again, it can't be a depopulation campaign unless it contains something about reproduction. Because just to kill people is not enough. You'd need to slow the rate of growth, right? Right. You need to put a hole in the bucket. We'll get to that. There are people with straight jobs. And they're waking up. In many cases, it started with citizens. I I don't know who this guy is. Uh, He seems to be um, an East Coaster. Seems to be a Far East Coaster. I had to bleep some words out. I don't blame him for being angry. I'm sure he has a straight job. He figured it out, but there's some professionals who are starting to speak out. They're starting to figure it out. And this time, it's not just lawyers, not just doctors, it's lawyers. We'll start with this guy.
1: I uh, I just watched uh, Tony Fauci and CNN and Fox uh, tell me that People with the vaccine, vaccinated people, are now spreading the coronavirus. A couple of weeks ago, a couple of days ago, I was a yes, I'm vaccinated. Yeah, had a little sticker, yay, I'm vaccinated. Be a hero, be vaccinated. I went from being a hero because I'm vaccinated and now you motherfuckers are calling me A super spreader? I ain't no f***ing super spreader. Figure this out.
0: That is an emotion blowing up around the country and around the world. It's now going to go from COVID to the energy crisis. Remember, crisis to crisis to crisis. Remember, never let them up, never let them breathe, never let them strategize. Crisis to crisis to crisis. Keep them confused. Keep them guessing. Except we don't have to guess. God creates abundance. He told us this time would come. Let's not freak out about the rocking boat. God can calm the waters because sometimes God is the storm. Sometimes he is. The people at Bulwark Capital Management, like they get it. The, The financial boat, she's rocking. And no one there is claiming any divinity. I'll tell you that right now. (laughs) Yeah, that is a group of people who do steward money. You know, I have my friend and brother, Zach Abraham, on this program every Friday to talk about this. And, of course, I'm speaking to the storm uh, in which the disciples were in the boat and they thought they were going to die. And then the Lord Jesus simply said, be still. And the waters were still. Well, Zach does not have that ability because Zach is just like you and me. It's just that he spends his life focused on financial risk management. His firm is focused that way because Zach knows what it's like to taste defeat. He told the story on our show about being young and a little bit full of himself and ignoring advice he would give clients. He would never have told clients to purchase a house at the time he purchased a house. He had to give the house back. Hey, I don't trust financial advisors who don't know what defeat feels like. And it was that moment that Zach said, when I start my own fund, and this was, you know, long, long time ago, but when I start my own fund, it's going to be about risk management. And it is. So for a decade, Zach has warned us about the zero interest rate loan environment, the mobbed up financial system. He's talked to us about the irrelevance of the 60-40 stock bond mix in today's inflationary environment. Hey, if you're young, you're 20, you're 22, max out the 401k save other monies and all the dollar cost averaging uh, for the next 20 years, you'll be good probably. But man, if you are five to 10 years out from retirement, mm-mm. you got to have risk management. Zach has also told us, yep, we think people should invest with us, but not all their money. What? Yeah, not all their money. Why does Zach say that? Cause he's a risk management specialist. What if he has a bad year? See that's humility and honesty. So call Bulwark Capital Management if you're five to 10 years from retirement or just keep it with the big guys and they'll tell you everything's okay. Joe Biden's fundamentally honest. Ha. <laughs> Bulwark Capital Management 866-779-RISK. That's 866-779-RISK or go to knowyourriskradio.com. K-N-O-W, knowyourriskradio.com. Investment advice cannot be given without a client service agreement. Bulwark Capital Management is an investment advisor representative of Czech Financial LLC and SEC registered investment advisor. Alex Berenson, uh, once completely banned from Twitter, the White House in concert with Twitter worked to ban Berenson because, of course, they're very, very interested in open exchange of ideas. He writes the incredibly rapid uptake of so-called vaccines among young Singaporean adults offers a natural experiment in the effects of the mRNA shots on fertility. Roughly 98% of all the jabs Singapore gave were mRNA from Pfizer or Moderna. Chinese vaccines were uh, used traditional inactivated virus technology made up the rest. Did you know that stuff's available? Isn't it weird to say I would trust an injection from the CCP before Pfizer and Moderna? Back to Barrington. You will not be surprised at this point to learn that Singapore publishes comprehensive figures on births and deaths. By the way, um, if you don't know, Singapore is a prison island. Um, you you spit on the street, you take caning, you steal something. There's the death penalty. I I guess it's, it's hard on crime. He writes like other East Asian countries, Singapore is suffering a baby bust. The average woman in Singapore has fewer than 1.2 children, barely half the birth rate needed to avert long-term decline in population. As low as the birth rate was though, it had remained stable for a decade. Even COVID did not meaningfully change the number of births. In the first two months of 2022, Singapore received some welcome news. Births actually rose about 7.5%. Then came March. Again, Singapore began mass mRNA injections of women and men of childbearing age in June 2021. March 2022 is exactly nine months later. In March, the increase in births abruptly reversed. Between March and June 2022, the most recent months for which figures are available, Singapore has recorded about 1,000 fewer live births compared to 2021, a decline of 8.5%. The drop has been consistent each month. A 16% shift in birth rates practically overnight is to say the least highly unusual. Yes, it is. Question How long does it last? Or do we believe this is reversible? The same way the liars in pharma tell kids that hormone, or that, uh, that puberty blockers are reversible. Utter, boldface, ridiculous lie, so easy to undo. Question Can kids go back to the age of 12 and re experience what it's like to go through puberty at that time? question does it stop their brain growth yes but not in the way you'd think do they gain comfort with their bodies the way 99.9% of us do when we go through puberty and eventually just get used to the new the new way our bodies look work and feel yes but not if they get puberty blockers they are liars so, but we can't go around saying something as serious as this is a, a a depopulation campaign because then we'd, well, you know, we'd get banned. So certainly this is not a depopulation campaign. There are people who are beginning to speak up and they'd better because Moderna tells us who they are. Do you remember how often I talked about Bill Gates referring to the mRNA injections as a platform. See, my ears perked up when I heard that because Windows was a platform. It became a platform. It used to be an operating system. Then they said, you know what? We have the largest installed user base in the world of our operating system. Why are we not building follow-on software? So they took from Apple the spreadsheet and made that part of office. The guy who sold Apple the spreadsheet forgot to patent it. It's one of the great stories of technology. He forgot to patent the spreadsheet. So Microsoft stole that and Steve Jobs had stolen it before. So it was just thieves stealing from thieves. Um, And then they began to precipitate the universe with all the follow on, you know, software Well, when Gates called the platform of mRNA, called it a platform that made that that meant that we are a bunch of operating systems in his mind. And this is how sociopaths and psychopaths think of us as we're just useful tools. So we're a bunch of operating systems in need of apps. So when people said, well, Bill Gates doesn't think he's going to make more money from so-called vaccines and software. And I have a really good friend who said that. He said, if you think Bill Gates is going to spend his time making a billion dollars, you don't understand finance. Bill makes a billion over the weekend. Right. But it's not about a billion dollars. It's about so, so much more. Every person in the planet eventually infected with his code. And if he owns the base code, who gets to decide which apps go on? Do you get to put Google I mean, do you get to put non-iPhone approved apps on your phone? No. Do you get to put non-Google approved apps on your Google phone? No, not unless you figured out the way to do it. I mean, you have to jailbreak your phone to make that happen. Most people are not going to jailbreak their phones. There's still apps that work only on the Microsoft platform or the Mac platform. This is the CEO of Moderna. He went on CNN to talk about the new wave of injections he's on with Michelle Toe from CNN. What are you expecting the future of the COVID vaccine to look like for adults when it comes to
1: schedule, dosage, makeup? You know, you mentioned basically that you're looking to make sure that folks are protected against multiple different strains, multiple viruses, right?
3: There are around 10 viruses that circulate in the world. Some of them mutate fast, like flu or COVID, some don't. We think we can put in a single product, a lot of mRNAs taking care of all those viruses, and that once a year you should be able to get an annual booster, single dose, that has in the vial all those mRNAs for all those virus, that are of course adapted to the strain of a season, like flu, like COVID strain and so on. And the idea is a bit like the iPhone. Where, as we know, you know, a lot of us buy a new iPhone every, every September uh, and you get new apps and you get refreshed apps. And that's exactly the same idea, which is you'll get COVID and flu and RSV in your single dose and you'll get what's the best science of the moment to protect you for the strains circulating now and in the fall, winter. So we can combine all those things and provide to people around the world the annual booster, so only one shot, and they don't worry about the winter and they have a nice fall in winter.
1: Well, that's kind of the dream. But when does that become a reality, do you think, Stefan?
3: So it will take a few years. You know, as I said, flu and RSV are in phase three. So I can see some countries in 23 starting to have flu and COVID in a single dose, both in a single dose. Some countries will be 24. So it's going to take us a few years. That's why I did the kind of iPhone analogy, which is, you won't get the amazing camera, amazing everything the first time you get an iPhone, but you'll get a lot of things already. Psychopath.
0: I mean, we killed a lot of people with our first iteration of the mRNA. It continues to affect people's ability to have children. Uh, it is causing deaths in five year olds uh it, it is uh, it led to an increase in, by 57% of of girls who get their third booster uh, but this is really just the uh, issue of uh, not having the, the 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 very best camera uh in the uh, in the iPhone release um now uh the release 666 is what we call it internally the 666 release uh, will be much better with all these um combined m r n a s <sighs> There's an old axiom in business, lose money in every sale, but make it up in volume. Uh, well, lose a patient with how many injections and make it up by losing more patients by by, by further complicating this trash. It's phenomenal. And there's people standing up. Hey, Bob, Soup had a real job, he, even though he could have broken to any bank in the United States, but he would not. This is a, This is something we need to hear more of. It's a gentleman who realized, you remember that old axiom of they, first they came for the bakers, but I was not a baker. I know I'm paraphrasing. And then they came for the school teachers and I was not a school teacher. And then they came for the pastors and I was not a pastor. Um, And then they came for the radio hosts and I was not a radio host. And I mean, I just obviously I'm paraphrasing this. They came to fire the firefighters for not taking the MRNA and I was not a firefighter. Then they came for the cops and I was not a cop. Then they came for the special forces and I'm not special or in special forces. Well, he's had a moment of awakening and I think he's ashamed And this is great news because shame is a pathway to true repentance. I can't say that this is going to expect this man to become a Christian, to see the Lord. But one of the gateways to seeing the Lord is to see in the truth and understanding how far you have been conned. And I admire this gentleman admitting this.
4: I I sadly think we're not going to see uh, any justice for that group. I think they will in part become another group that was a victim of what's gone on. Um, But whenever I hear the word victim come out of my mouth, I also think the flip side of this is, if you've become a victim, that means you were in a certain state of powerlessness, which you yourself have been partly responsible for, and there's a way out. And that's to take more responsibility. And I do think that being an employment lawyer has finally become a sexy job to have, because everybody wants to know an employment lawyer at the moment. Um, so there's that side of it the other side is for, for myself that reflection that I got off my, ass when my own job was on the line and a few colleagues but why didn't I act earlier <laughs> but, but I but I knew it was coming to me when I saw it in the care home sector and I didn't stand up and act and that's not good enough for me personally I was I was silent at that stage. I was busy watching things going on, thinking this is a circus, this is just nonsense. And when it came close to the home, that's when I knew I had to stand up. But we've got to be more empowered to be able to act when we see injustice for other people, and we've got to give those people the tools to be able to act themselves.
0: So I misspoke. He's not a lawyer. Uh, He was referencing someone else on the panel who's an employment lawyer. His name is Dr. Stephen James. And he spoke of being empowered to act when other people are being harmed. He's a national health service consultant. He specializes in breathlessness, fatigue, and longevity. Founder of Health Awakening Online Community and Retreats. And Dr. James, you were empowered. You work for the National Health Service or were a consultant there too. Brother, you were scared. Well, that's not what you said. You were smug. You were glib. It won't affect you. And it is affecting you. And it's going to continue to affect you. But it's not depopulation. Dr. James. You're speaking up now about the injection diktats. Dr. James, I invite you to find me anything in the COVID response that wasn't deadly. I invite you to find me anything in the COVID response that saved lives on a net basis, including woke masks. I invite you to find me anything in the COVID response that isn't long-term harmful to life to reproduction, to mental health, to stability. But at least we know this, it was not a depopulation campaign because if it was, and I said that, we would get banned for saying that. And furthermore, is there any historical precedence for evil people obliterating entire populations of people or portions thereof? Matthew chapter 2, verses 16 through 18. When Herod realized that he'd been outwitted by the Magi, he was furious and he gave orders to kill all the boys in Bethlehem and its vicinity who were two years old and under in accordance with the time he would learned from the Magi. Then what was said through the prophet Jeremiah was fulfilled. A voice is heard in Ramah weeping and great mourning. Rachel weeping for her children, refusing to be comforted because they are no more. In some ways, Superman has been compared to the Christ story, the truth of Jesus Christ, the myth of Superman. The Lord Jesus could have said from the cross, I am coming down right now. And hey, I'm going to start with the people who hammered me up here. When the sword comes out of my mouth and I pop down from the cross and and I slice you to bits, remember what you just did. Oh, and by the way, you're not going to be dead. You're going to rot in hell. He could have done that. Hey, Bob, soup had a straight job. The Lord could have simply said, gather around, watch in this this graveyard. Watch, watch. I'm going to raise everybody. Watch, roll the stones away but they've been dead for a hundred years. Roll them away. You have always wanted to meet Moses. There he is. Could have done it. Could have smashed into any bank in the United States, but he would not. Because we must come to him. The father calls us. We hear the calling. We go to him by choice. Because he invented life. He loves our lives. The other side, it's right there. But it's not a depopulation campaign, and don't you ever say I said it was. It's right there in the title of the podcast, but it's not a depopulation campaign. Because that would be madness. Why would an abortion-promoting pro-sterilization of children party who admit they want 6 billion people dead ever do it? Why would they ever do it? This is the Todd Herman Show. Please go be well, be strong, be kind, and be mindful. The party wants us shaken from crisis to crisis, from COVID to the energy crisis. There's no reason to be shaken because on this boat we're in, if you accept them into your heart, the Lord Jesus makes a home in you.